Hello friends. In today's episode, Linda Nefertiti Patton graces us with her presence and shares her life's journey, both struggles and successes. She also tells us what we can do to bring out the greatness within us. Hello, you're listening to the Women of Awe, Action, Wisdom and Excellence podcast. I'm your host, Adrienne Dillard. The Women of All podcast is a podcast that celebrates the everyday woman who in her everyday activities has exhibited action when needed, wisdom as required, and excellence as a routine to make life better for herself, her family, and or her community. Tune in every Wednesday for a new episode. Welcome to the Women of All podcast, Linda. I am delighted to have you here. Can you take a couple of minutes just to share with us who you are and what your purpose is? Well, I am a, an author, a poet, mentor, motivational speaker, and an entrepreneur. And my purpose is to let people that have gone through adversities, abuses of all different types, domestic violence, have contemplated suicide or just felt like that they were not enough to let them know they are powerful beyond belief. There's greatness in them. As my mentor Les Brown says, you have something special. You have greatness in you. And if I can do what I'm doing, anybody can do it. Oh, I love that. Absolutely love it. Yes, that's already you're motivating us. You just got started. And I will say that I'm a seasoned woman of power. And seasoned is not necessarily just age, although I have that. I'm seasoned because of the experiences I've been through. And I want people to know those experiences are what lead to your purpose. That's really a powerful statement. Thank I you. like that. That might that might be the title of the podcast. Okay. Your experiences lead to your purpose. I like that a lot. Right. All right. So I'm going to let you share right now about being a seasoned person and what that means to you. Well, for a long time, I didn't realize that all the adversities, all the obstacles that have been placed in my life, all the pain that I experienced was actually so that I could have those experiences because I've heard a gentleman, Mr. Holtenberg say, if you wanted to go from say like Houston to California, would you want somebody that has been there to give you directions on how to get there? Or would you want somebody theoretically to help you? Somebody that's been there can tell you the experiences they have and how they made it there or how they made it to the place where they are. Just like when you're in the mall. When you're in the mall and you look on the marquee to find out where the store is you want to go to, it starts off saying you are here. Then it tells you how to get to where you want to go. So with that map, you know exactly where to go to get to where you want to be. All right. So we have this map uh-huh. and you have this map from your experiences. Okay. 
how do you go about sharing this map with other people? Well, first of all, I try to get to know who the person is. I, I try to, I've heard the saying again, you got to know your audience. You can't help people unless you know who they are. And in order to help others first, you got to know who you are. I went through those experiences and I was bitter for a long time. I didn't understand I was being prepared. Daryl Coley sings the song, God is preparing me. And I had no idea that my experiences, my pain, my adversities were preparing me for the purpose of helping others navigate through those shark-filled waters, so to speak. And because I've overcome them, because I am a mother, a grandmother and a great-grandmother, and I've been married and I've had loss, and I've experienced blended families. I have a plethora of things that I've gone through. Because of those experiences, I can tell them, don't go in this end because there's a current. Go this way and your path will be easier. Or go that way, even if your path is more difficult, it's going to prepare you for what you have to go to. Can you tell me what you would consider one of the biggest challenges or one of the biggest sharks you encountered throughout your life and how did you overcome it? Well, as a young child, I suffered molestation by an authority figure. And first, let me just say, I was born right before integration took place. That'll set something up. <laughs> and then I started school right after integration took place. So the mindset was totally different then. And there was only a handful of people that looked like me going to the school. And most of our teachers were males back then. And I was let molested by one of my male teachers. And my mother and I confronted the teacher and the principal and some things happened that caused my mother and I not to see eye to eye after the confrontation. For a long time, I went through life bitter because of that and not trusting people of authority figure. I pulled back from people of authority because people of authority abused me and then people of authority did not protect me. But I heard a quote just last year during the pandemic because my mindset shifted during the pandemic. And I heard a quote by Nelson Mandela. For those of you that may not remember Nelson Mandela, he was imprisoned for 27 years of his life. When he came out, he became the president of the same country that imprisoned him. Nelson Mandela said, and he said, as I walk towards the gates that will lead me to my freedom, I realized if I didn't leave bitterness and anger behind, I would be in prison forever. When I heard that quote, it a light bulb went off in me. And it's like, you have been holding things against people and they may have 
been the people that did those things to you or, or, or they may have done some things to you that may have not have been the best things for you, but you got to see things from their perspective. And a lot, of, a lot of times we only see things from our perspective. When we see a situation from somebody else's perspective and even talk to them about it, then we can understand why they did what they did it's only at that point that you can forgive them and forgive yourself for going through it the way you did. Wow, I'm so sorry about your experiences. I know I have nothing to do with it and there's nothing I could do about it. But as you said, you have gotten to a better place now and you are able to deal with it. What I realized too is I felt bad about it for a long time. I don't anymore. But I realized that my voice had been silenced and my mother's voice had been silenced. But when I saw Will Smith and Janet Hubert talking about their 30 years of not speaking to each other about a situation and how they handled sitting down, speaking to each other about it, I reached out to my mother. We handled that situation and we both found our voice. So everything's hap everything happens for a reason. It's not till we investigate or understand the reason, and like I said, look at it from a different person's perspective, that we're able to free ourselves from that situation. Are you saying that you have gone all this time not talking to your mother or just not talking to her about this situation? No, my mother and I have talked all my life, but we had a I say love-hate relationships. We didn't hate each other, but we hated to talk about that particular situation. And when we did, we always got into it. And we even got into it about other things because we hadn't settled that. But once we settled that, it was like, oh my, I see where she was coming from because I was one of nine children, okay? And I didn't realize she had other people to think about besides just me, but I was a little girl and she didn't realize where I was coming from. And all I really needed was explained to me. And then in those days, here's the thing I really found out. We are from a different generation and each generation has their own set of things they have to deal with. And in her generation, their whole thing was, speak when you're spoken to. Children are seen and not heard. We don't have to explain anything to you, but I was the type of person, you can't just tell me the sky's blue. I need to know how you know it, why you say that. Can you explain it to me? And she wasn't able to put it into words and I wasn't able to help her understand why it was important to me. So once we saw it from each other's perspective, it's like she was hurting as bad as I was hurting and I didn't realize it. And she didn't realize that she needed to talk to me about it. So it's a totally different generation. And when you realize who the person is, it's just like understanding your audience. It makes a world of difference, but it made us who we are today as well. That's tremendous. I'm just thankful that you were able to get to the point where you could see each other's point of view right. because, you know, things happen, you know, nothing's guaranteed. Is it easier now for you all to communicate? She used to call me baby doll when I was a little girl. Right. She hadn't called me that in 50 years. 
After we had the talk, we both cried and she said, baby doll. And it just, it was just so easy for her to say it. What I realized at that point is there's probably a lot of women, even men, that have had something that happened when they were growing up that has been a learned behavior where they suppress the things that happened to them and never dealt with it. My journey is to help those people break through those barriers and realize those things were powerful and they stopped you from doing some things, but they can be as powerful to help you become the person you're supposed to be to help others as well. Do you offer workshops to help people through this or is it one-on-one coaching? How do you do that? I started my business in early 2021. Right now, I offer a 30-minute consultation so we can get to know one another to see which direction we need to go in. Okay. I will be offering courses and workshops, but right now it's just let's get to know each other to see how we can be of service to each other. Prior to you actually offering workshops or training or courses. I'm sure you were just doing this to help people because that's who you are. It is so funny because that's been me all my life and I didn't realize what I was doing. You know, when you hurt and you see somebody else hurt, you just automatically are an encourager and women are encouragers and nurturers. And it's just a normal thing for me. It was 2020, going through the pandemic, what I realized was I've always been an encourager and nurturer. The one person I didn't know how to encourage was myself. And that all changed in 2020. Most people would say 2020 was the worst year of their life. However, you seem to have found this to be one of the best years of your life. I'm from a family of nine, eight girls, one boy. And I grew up in a large family. I left there because I got, got pregnant and had a son. And so it was me and him. Then I left there and got married and was married for 35 years, was with my husband for 35, my late husband for 35 years, but we were married for 31. And so I never was alone. I was never by myself. So my husband passed in 2010. My children are grown. My grandchildren are grown. I have a great grandson, but I live by myself. And so I had to shift my mindset because I could either go crazy, get depressed, and just not want to do anything and not want to live during the pandemic. But I decided I was not going to come out of that pandemic the same way I went in. I became a co-author for the second time. I wrote a book with... Mr. Johnny Wimbry, Miss Heather Moneyham, and Mr. Les Brown. And I became a poet. I didn't know I could write poetry, but I'm, I'm working on a book of poetry. So I found that sometimes you need to be still. That's, what, that's the way I had to look at it. You need to be alone and be still, but I wasn't alone. I, People that know, know I wasn't here by my, I was here by myself, but I wasn't alone. I spent more time with God in 2020 than I don't know how long a period of time, but he spoke to me. He spoke life into me. And he told me there were people hurting. I reached out to people that I had met 
years before as an entrepreneur and they probably didn't know me from the man in the moon, but just reminded them that I had met them. I don't know who else is going through what I'm going through. So I just call you to say, hello, and I hope you're okay. If it's anything I could do. And people genuinely loved it. And I made new friendships from that. And some people didn't want to be bothered, but it's okay. I did it because not only did it make them feel better, it made me feel better. And I felt like I wasn't alone when I was talking to them. Yeah, I became a new person. That's wonderful. And it's because you listen to that little voice, that you know, small voice telling you, Linda, call these people. Yes. Just see what's going on. Like you said, everyone's not going to be receptive to it, but that's okay. Because yeah. you still did that. And they probably appreciated it on some level that someone checked on them. We yes. have to listen to that voice. That's yes. telling us to do something because often we ignore that voice. Yes. Can you identify any people, maybe one person in particular who really motivated you? You know, I learned from everybody and everything. And because I was the type that did not allow people to get close to me, I took a little bit from everybody. Now, you said one person. I'm going to give you two. Okay. My sons. Now, there are people that have coached and mentored me. And I'm going to tell you about them in a minute. But my two sons, they brought me back from a place after I lost my husband where I didn't even realize I was at. They were the only ones that could see what I was going through because I always have a smile on my face. I'm always, Nobody knows what I'm going through. But when... I am really down. They could see it on my face, but I learned how to wear a mask outside. I put on all my makeup when I go outside. <laughs> so I learned how to wear a mask. They were the only people that saw me unmasked. So they taught me things that I taught them when they were growing up. And then once they were able to do that, like last year, I enrolled in a Les Brown Power Voice class and I became a Les Brown Power Voice speaker. From there, he introduced me to John Tallarico, which is his consultant and a Bob Proctor consultant. So now I have classes with Bob Proctor and John Tallarico. They had a tremendous impact on me because they taught me manifestation and mindset. But after being involved with them, they helped me appreciate some people that I've been involved with for 10 years. Mr. and Mrs. Holton and Earlene Bugs, Mr. and Mrs. Edwin Haynes, who probably out of all the people have done more with me one-on-one -on -one than anybody. They've been my coach and mentor. They know when to lift me up and they know when to take their hands off of me. Those four, Mr. and Mrs. Bugs, Mr. and Mrs. Haynes, by me becoming part of Les Brown, John Chalarik and Bob Proctor, they helped me appreciate the people that I had been around for 10 years, but didn't understand what it was that they was doing for me. They helped me appreciate them a whole lot more. Kind of like not being able to see the forest for the trees. They're right there in front of you. <laughs> right, right. But there was something blocking it. Right. <laughs> yeah. He taught me how to put my story together. I'm telling you, you're really good at that. Quite, quite good at telling a story. Thank it's you. A, it's a huge strength when you can tell your story. 
I had another guest on who was talking about sharing your story and the power of your story. Right. Because your story can move people. Correct. Correct. And a lot of times we don't want to be vulnerable or transparent, but I tell you, it is powerful when you can let those things go and you can tell your story and walk with your head held high. I am not that anymore. I have overcome. That's powerful. That is extremely powerful. Yes. I guess it's freeing. That's why you have to be able to tell that story. And that's probably the only way you're really going to have that power is if you can let it go. And peace of mind. Yes. I'm going to give you a couple of minutes to talk about anything you want. Anything. Just share whatever you like to talk about. You know, everything has worked together. and, And the biggest thing that I see is we live in our own world. And we very rarely see things from other people's eyes. But when you just sit down and you have a conversation with each other, with other people, and you allow them to speak their truth, and they allow you to speak your truth, you realize we are more alike than we are different. Some of our experiences have crossed each other's paths, and we didn't know it. Or some of us have the same type of experience. We may look different. We may be, he may be a male and I'm a female, or she may be a woman of color and a a Caucasian or an Asian or whoever, wherever. People around the world experience some of the same things. And when we look at it from another person's perspective and we look to help each other out, we don't want to hurt each other. We want to lend a helping hand to help each other. I led a couple of small groups in my church and talked about my story to some young women. And after I shared my story, those ladies opened up and told me things they had never told anybody. Because you feel like it's my fault. A lot of times victims, for lack of a better word, feel like, What did I do to cause this to happen? So we suffer in silence. And when someone is vulnerable and transparent and able to open up and tell their story of near suicide, have someone try to kill you and choke you within an inch of your life while you're pregnant, being molested by a teacher, being abused by a family member. It's like, I'm not the only one that went through this because a lot of times we feel like we are the only ones that have been through it. And when you hear somebody else has gone through it, you're not ashamed of who you are anymore. And thus your story can be born. That is so very true. I just spoke on this yesterday in church, the exact same thing. We go through this, we think we're the only one who is going through this problem. It is never just you. It's never just you. It helps to know that it's not just you. I thank you for being vulnerable to those young women. That way they could have someone to share their story with. Because it's you're imprisoned when you can't release that story. Right. And you're constantly hiding. It's just, you're always hiding. Even if you're out in the open, you're still hiding. I had a young lady that I'm friends with. I sent her my books and it took about three weeks to get back with me. And she finally sent me a text and said, I'm sorry, I hadn't gotten back with you, but I had to leave the country because my 22 year old niece 
killed herself and left two young children. And she said, here's what I know. Maybe if she had had a Linda in her life, she wouldn't have taken her life. Because this young lady, her aunt, had gone through a lot of things in her life and I was there to encourage her. But I told her, I tried to commit suicide, but God had other plans. My sister found me and I'm, I'm thankful that I'm here today to share that story because maybe it will help someone else decide it's not that bad. Tomorrow, things will be different. It's not that bad because you made it through. Right. Thankfully, you made it through. So many don't. It's like riding through a storm. It may be raining right now, but if you keep on down the road, sooner or later, it's going to stop. Yes, I like that. It it will. (laughs) It will stop. And when I hear of young people committing suicide, I always think that this too will pass. Just some time it will pass. But no one... There was no one there to let them feel that, to help them feel that, because that's within you, of course. But right. they had no faith, no Correct. one, no thing, nothing to take them through that storm. And it, it hurts when you hear about young people killing themselves. It just really hurt. Thinking about what you've gone through, this long journey that's encountered a lot of shark-filled waters. <laughs> What's one thing you wish you had known before you had to go through all this? Is there anything that you think might have helped you? I started this journey as an entrepreneur wanting to make money. And I soon realized it wasn't about the money. It was about the person I was going to become through the journey. I heard it said, you have to assess who you are. You have to know who you are first. And a lot of times we don't even know who we are. We think we know who we are, but you can't see the picture when you're in front. So you have to figure out who you are. Then once you figure it out, accept it, acknowledge it, and then go about changing it. And when I realized that and when I heard that that was what I needed to do and finally started doing it, I realized the power and the greatness I had in me, like Mr. Les Brown said, you have greatness in you. And when I heard him say that in 2020, I knew that was my call to action. And that changed the way I looked at this journey and realized, know who you are, accept it, change it, and then go about helping your greatness formulate. Linda, you've got all kinds of phrases. Full of them. That's Mr. Les Brown, I'm telling you. It's all those people that I I said I've surrounded myself with. See, here's what I know. When I just depended on myself and didn't allow other people in, I had my own thinking. And a lot of times our own thinking is thinking, thinking. But when I surrounded myself with the Les Browns, with the Colton Bugs and the Edwin Haynes and the Bob Proctors and the Johnny Wimbry and the the John Tallarico and all those people, you can't be around them all the time and stay the same way you are. I got a little bit further to go than most of them because I'm a little bit older than them. But I have picked those things up along the way. And it's part of the journey. I didn't know this when I started out. Would I have taken the journey? I don't know. But here's what I do before I even speak to anybody, before I begin to tell my story or share. I ask God to take me out of it. I ask him to allow my voice to be his voice when people hear it and that people see his light and his love through me because I'm just a vessel. 
So sometimes the things that I say, they come from him and I don't even know what they're going to be. (laughs) (laughs) I can understand that. Definitely. I can understand that. That is him working through you. Yes. You have no control over it. Yes. Can you take a moment to share a story that captures what it means to be a woman of action, wisdom, and excellence? Answering the call to, to Mr. Les Brown in 2020 is what started me to be a woman of action, wisdom, and excellence. I've gone through all these things, one after another, not understanding why I went through them. But my husband passed in 2010, the day before my birthday. My life started spiraling upside down. Some of it I didn't even realize I was going through. Like I said, my children were the ones that helped me out. I have vision boards all around my house. And this one particular vision board I had on it, it's been 10 years, 100 women, Uh, It's been 10 years and 100 women making a powerful difference in thousands of lives. Now, when I put that on there, I don't even remember putting it on there. I was awakened one morning at three o'clock because the vision board fell off my wall and virtually hit me in the head, knocked me over the head. And I picked it up and I was like, I don't even remember putting this over there. But I realized I had been talking about putting together something that was my husband's dream. But this was what I was supposed to do. And when I realized that, I was like, but I have no clue how to go about doing that. And then later on that year, well, actually, my father had already died. My father died in May of 2020. I I experienced, I went through nine deaths of people that I was closely connected to, family and friends. But my father's was the most meaningful because he was my hero. He was my first mentor. He was the one who even taught me about business. When I saw that, I realized it was something I was supposed to do. And later on that year, I heard Les Brown say those words. That was my call to action. And I realized, you. I was thinking to myself, you don't have any experience. You don't know how to do this but I had a lifetime of experiences. Now I just had to seek coaches and mentors and others that have been there before to help me through. And that's the biggest thing that I realized. You may have gone on the first part of this journey by yourself, but you're not gonna get to the last part of this journey by yourself. And if you want to be successful, you need to recruit or allow other people to help you. You're seasoned in your experiences and they're seasoned in theirs and they can help you get to where it is you want to go. Very true. A lot of people don't realize you do need coaches and mentors and teachers, regardless of what age, regardless of how far you've come. Because we, everyone has mentors if you want to become better. Right. No one becomes successful by themselves, but my coach, Mr. Edwin Haynes says, become successful, okay? And once you become successful, then endeavor to become a person of significance. A person of significance. Tell me what that means to you, being a person of significance. When I leave this earth, I want to leave empty. I didn't understand what that meant for a long time. Steve Bowe 
says, God's gift to us is more talents, more gifts and talents than we could ever use in a lifetime. Our gift to him is to use as many as those gifts and talents before we leave this earth. And that's my goal, to use as many of my gifts as talents and empty out my soul before I leave so that I can continue the legacy that my father and my late husband left and leave a legacy of my own and build on that for my children's children's children. I'm a great grandmother and I have the ability to help mold my great grandson and play with him and run with him. He melts my heart. He is the reason why I keep doing this. And I want him to be able to talk to his children and his grandchildren and tell him the things that he was able to experience because he had his great grandmother in his life. All right, I'm going to end on that note. I want to leave here empty. Yes, that's what we all should want. Make the most of all these gifts we have. And we all have gifts. Before we end, I would just like to thank you from the bottom of my heart and let you know how much I appreciate you allowing me to share on your platform. Linda, of course, you're more, I'm saying that to you. I am thankful that you agreed to be a guest on this platform because women need to hear this message. Men need to hear this message. Everyone yeah. needs to hear this message. But we're not going to end just yet because I would like for you to tell me how can our listeners, listeners contact you? Well, I have a website for those that would like to have a free 30-minute consultation. It is The Queendom, Q-U-E-E-N-D-O-M Journey, J-O-U-R-N-E-Y, The Queendom Journey. We hear about the kingdom all the time, and, and I want to get to the kingdom, but queens need to know we're going on a queendom journey. So I want to help you go on your queendom journey and put your story together so that you can tell it. I will even speak with men if they want to speak with me. But my goal is to help at least 100 women earn a seven-figure income. And it starts with me. So reach out to me at thequeendomjourney.com. Do a 30-minute consultation. They can reach me at The Queendom Journey on Facebook and Instagram. And also at my name, Linda Nefertiti, N-E-F-E-R-T-I-T-I -I, Patton on Facebook. All right, then. Well, thank you very much, Queen. <laughs> it you. has been a pleasure. And I look forward to everything that you have coming up because I know you're going to be busy and I know it's going to be awesome. Thanks so much, Linda. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for joining me on the Women of All Action, Wisdom and Excellence podcast. If you are a woman of all or know someone who you think would be a good fit for the podcast, please contact me via email, womenofall at adriandillard.com or you can post to our Facebook page. Always remember to be the best you that you can be. That is the best path to excellence. I hope you can join us next week. Please don't forget to support us by subscribing and leaving a review.